I hope that everyone is doing well. I hope that you guys have had a fantastic day. Um, my day was okay. I didn't, um, I didn't get everything done that I wanted to. Um, I'm a little behind on things, but not really. I just had some appointments and some other stuff to take care of. So just had a really, really, really busy day. So I trust that you all are doing well. And we are going to be continuing our series, What Men Want, They Hurt Too. And so um, before I talk about that, if you have not gotten the chance to get my books, please visit my website, www.loveerison.com. My books are available there. They're also available on Amazon. Uh, so I would appreciate your support. Please make sure you do get those if you have not had the chance to get them. Um, so we are going to go ahead and get started. So yesterday we talked about respect. We talked about different, uh, things that could be considered respectful, disrespectful. And the reason why we went over those things is because it's important. Respect, respect is important in every relationship that we, we encounter in life, period. And so, um, especially in our relationships, it's important why? Because we're with our significant others a good portion of the day, and we need to make sure that we are showing them respect. So we talked about respect a lot yesterday. And of course, that's not an exhaustive list. Good morning. How are you? That's not an exhaustive list of what respect is, but that's just some other things that we probably haven't considered before. You know, we don't consider sometimes not looking a person directly in their eyes as being disrespectful, but it is because we tell our kids all the time, look at me when I'm talking to you. And that was the example that we used on yesterday. And so just being cognizant of those things when we are in a relationship. And I know that because we're talking about men, it seems as though it's us, us, us. We have to, we have to, we have to. And although it seems like that, it, and essentially it is only because we're focusing on them. If we were focusing on us, we'd be talking about our needs. But we are in a relationship and we have to consider both sides. We have to consider all things. And so today we are going to be talking about loyalty. So I heard a lot uh, of men say loyalty. And um, now what they did not do was outline what loyalty was. So it may have been loyalty as far as um, not having another relationship outside of them or just being down. Hi, Melissa. How are you? Uh, just being down. And so I'm not exactly sure of what they meant. They did not say, but I am going to assume that um, they were talking about. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I'm going to assume they were just talking about being there for them, supporting them, all of those kinds of things. And so I hope that you guys are really you know, hearing some of the stuff that I say, you know, I know that women aren't the blame you know, for the problems in relationships. I know that men aren't to blame in the relationships. And the reason why is because it takes two, you know, and so we can't sit and try to blame them and say it's just all their fault and, you know, not take responsibility for our own um, issues. So loyalty is very, very important in a relationship. And I'm about to pull up a nice definition of loyalty. It's a very basic one. 
But I like to get my stuff right because I don't want y'all coming back to me because I didn't get my definitions wrong. So, loyalty, a strong feeling of support or allegiance. Woo, that sounds really good. That sounds kind of heavy. Hi, Teresa. How are you? So, loyalty is a strong feeling of support or allegiance. Anthony says, staying true to the relationship with each other and not go outside of the trust set between the two of you. Okay, so in this case, Anthony is talking about loyalty being true to your mate. Now, one of the things that I believe causes a lot of the issue is when you start to have a disruption in your relationship. That is where that loyalty comes into question, right? So you guys may have a decent relationship. And let's say, since Anthony is watching me say, Anthony says, you know what, honey? I think I want to start my own business. And we talked just a little bit about this yesterday. I want to start my own business. And you say, okay. You know, so you're kind of mildly excited. You have some reservations, but you say, okay, you know, no big deal. Well, without giving it any thought or anything, Anthony begins to go ahead and he begins to start to try to make moves. Well, everything is all good until Anthony says he needs to quit his job and he needs to pursue this, him being an entrepreneur full time. He has to quit his job. Okay. So now that's putting us in a position. Oh, I was okay with you when you wanted to start it. But now you want to quit your job and who's going to pay the bills? Who's going to do what? All right. And that's not every woman's response. But I got a large amount of men talked about. They are trying to be entrepreneurs and their women are not supporting them. Okay. And so us as women, we want our men to support us in everything that we do. Okay. No matter if we think it's going to work or not, we just get up and say, honey, I want to do this. And they just say, okay, men rarely um, give us a problem with that because most men like to see women winning. They like to see a successful woman. They like that. Okay. But when the shoe was on the other foot, now we have a small issue. We don't want to take that responsibility. Okay. So say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to just take the risk. You know, we talk about it. Okay, honey, I'll, you know, do whatever I need to do, I guess. So already in my mind, because I put that, I guess at the end, I'm already questioning things. Now, how is he perceiving it? I don't know how he's perceiving it, but that I guess might've meant, oh, she really don't believe in me. Okay. So that's the first thing. All right. And we do say, I guess, after some of our sentences, so he may already have implanted in his mind, she don't believe in me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go hard so that I can make it work so I can show her. All right. Okay. He said he's working on his master's and it requires an internship and he finished the first. But okay. So Anthony, this is like a kind of like a real life scenario. So say we're a month, we're two months into it, you know, and on our side, we're getting a little testy about it. All right. And why? Because when we come home, he's at home. When we come home, we still got to cook. We have kids. We have to clean. I'm not saying that Anthony's not pulling his weight. But if Anthony is working on his his master's, Anthony's going to be tired. I, I have a master's. I was working on the second one. And that's why I said I was working on the second one. 
I still have a year left on that second one. I didn't finish it. You know why? Because it's very stressful. It's very, very hard. And the program that I was in required me to go to school full time. All right. And so I know what that's like. So it's almost impossible to come home and do all those duties and go to school. All right. And so now, you know, I'm coming in the door. I see him here and then I'm looking at the mess in the house. I don't smell no food. And so I'm starting to, I got an attitude. Again, like yesterday, hey, babe, how was your day? I'm exhausted. Right out of my mouth. I didn't ask him how his day was. I didn't ask him how his program is going. I said, I'm exhausted. Just like that. So that's strike two. So you already said you guessed when, he's, when he um, told you his idea. So now, now you cut, you, you being short with him. So this is starting to make this man start to kind of feel some type of way. So now we got tension brewing up. Okay. Ashamed. Okay. Right. Ashamed. Thank you, Quinn. Um, this, you got the tension starting to brew up. So now, you know, he tries to say something. You completely blow up because you in month six and you done just had enough. So now all of your feelings, all of your true emotions, how you truly felt is coming all up. So now that, that loyalty is, is being questioned. I thought you was down for me. I thought you was dedicated to us. But me being put in the fire is starting to show your true colors. Okay? And if you want to be honest with women, we are conditioned not to take care of men. We are conditioned that men are supposed to take care of us. Okay? But then we don't want to let them lead. It's conditional. We want you to take care of us, but we don't want to do this. We don't want to do that. Okay? We don't want to let y'all leave, but we want y'all to take care of us. All right? And so when you have all of that, that going on, now you're questioning his loyalty, his manhood, because you're bringing all the money in the house and now you didn't got bold with it. Oh, I'm, I'm the one, I, I pay the bills around here. I'm doing this. I'm working. And you might not say, oh, you don't have nothing. You, you say, I'm paying all the bills. Or I got, I got to, I got to go to work because somebody got to pay the bills. You're not directly saying it to him, but you are saying it to him. What do you say, Anthony? This thing, this is, I know when you get home, so be proactive and have things ready when you get home. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so you're, you know, having these sidebar conversations, you're letting him know that you're the breadwinner in the house and now you're paying all the bills and this, that, and the third. So how do you think you're making this man feel? All right. You're, you're beginning to slowly tear him down. You can support a man. All right. Right. Too comfortable. Quinn said <laughs> you can support a man. You can be a breadwinner and still make him feel like a man. First and foremost, shut your mouth and don't bring up what you're doing. This is your man that you picked out that you wanted so bad that you had to have. And you said you're going to support him. You're going to love him. You're going to do all these things. So then you need to do it. Okay, not when times are good, but when times are bad as well. All right. And you have to pick up the slack. I remember with um, my second marriage. Um, when I met him, he had a good job. And then I had some bright idea that he needed a better job, needed a more of a career. All right. So I'm talking, talking, talking. Well, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do all this stuff. He said, okay. So he just jumped up and he took what I said literally and he quit his job and went and got a job in the sales position and he got fired, you know? And so he's looking at me like, you wanted me to do all this stuff and look what happened. 
So I'm like, okay, thank you, Anthony. Thank you. So I said, okay. So then he go get another job. He get fired from that. Okay. Then he go get another job at the bus station. So they supposed to pay good. You know, he get fired from that. So now this man is down and out. So guess what? It's falling on who? It's falling on me. I got to take care of him. I got to support him. All right. Did I make him feel bad? I did not make him feel bad. I was able to keep that frustration to myself. I was frustrated, but because he was the kind of man that did not mind keeping the house clean and washing clothes, it kind of evened things out for me. So it reduced my frustration. Yes, I had to be responsible for making sure everything got done. You know, I couldn't really, I didn't question too much about the money. I would say, this is how much we have left to spend. That's what I would do. Instead of saying, oh, you're not about to spend all of my money. There's a way you can, you can be the breadwinner and make that man still feel like a man. Honey, we've paid all, we, we, not I, we've paid all the bills. This is what we have left. Just be careful of your spending because you know we got to do this next week. We, 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 not I, I, I. Because if you do that, you're making that man feel bad. Well, his confidence began to build up. He got a job. It wasn't no better than the first one he had that I had him go quitting. You know what I mean? But I began to think we got to do something. I've encouraged this man to do this stuff. So anyway, we ended up starting a business, a million dollar business. We was okay. All right. So why the, the times were bad, we made it through. But then look what happened as a result of it. We were able to start us a business. We had lots of money. We were doing well financially. Okay. We were on the up and up. I was able to get everything that I wanted. We didn't want for nothing. We vacationed. We had nice cars. It was good. And so we have to be, we have to remember that when we are talking about loyalty. Now I could have left, but I was married. I don't mean that because some married people are, are dip on out. Did I talk to other men? Did I talk about them to my friends? No, I remained loyal because that was my husband. I said that I would love him for better or worse. And that was the worst. And it was my idea because I wanted some Superman with a bunch of money. You know what I'm saying? And so we have to be careful of that, ladies. And one of the other things that we have to consider, let's go back to Anthony. Anthony is going back to get his, his, um, his master's. If you make him feel secure in Noah's love language, it helps a lot. Absolutely. Making him feel secure. What's going to make him feel secure? Well, you have to know some stuff about him. All right. And that's the that's the other point. We have an idea of when we were little girls of how we want our men to make us feel what we want them to do for us. But do we really know what type of man that we really want, the qualities and what we really need? All right. Because we're going after external things. Oh, I want him because he looked good. He can give me everything I want. And of course, when we got older, it was good sex. All right. And that, that's what we based it off of. And if you hear, I, I, I hear my mom talking, you find you, a, you find you a good man and he can give you everything and you just tell him to give you the credit card. Well, to her, that's what she wants. She wants money. She don't care about the rest of the stuff. All right. And so, but one thing that you have to understand is this whole man. All right. Take the time to understand your man. No, 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 Anthony. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not just for the ladies. What it is, Anthony, is I am trying to help ladies understand how men think and how men feel. So it's not it's not for the ladies, but we're just educating and trying to help us to understand how you men feel and the things 
and the part that we've played in hurting you guys and in our relationships and what we're doing wrong and what we need to do better. And so one of the things that I know that we have to consider is we have to consider the childhood, the roles of their fathers and other men in their life, because all of that stuff makes a big difference in our men. So if our men did not have a strong father figure for him to go back to school to attain a higher education is going to be huge, especially if he grew up in a somewhat dysfunctional family, maybe low income neighborhoods for him to pursue that. He needs our loyalty, our support, our love, our respect. He needs to feel like Anthony said, secure in who he is so that he can achieve those things so that he can give you what it is that you want. You take care of him right here. And when he gets to where he's going, he's going to take care of you. It was a Tyler Perry movie. Was it matrimony? Alimony? Something like that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Acrimony. And um, she supported him, you know, while he was doing this invention. And it went on and on. And, you know, the whole family had became upset because she had involved them all in the relationship. They seen that he wasn't working. She had emptied her savings. She didn't took a second mortgage out on her house. All of this stuff in order to support this man. Well, finally, she had had it. And she listened to her sisters. She left the man and everything. Well, what happens? Somebody finally picks up this man's inviction, I mean, invention. And this man becomes a multi-millionaire off of his invention well now it's too late because he didn't move on he got him another wife he even tried to go back and give her the money that she had spent out on him well no she was mad because she wanted the whole life she wanted everything because she felt that she held him down and she was loyal all this time and then this is what he does but it was her fault not his had she stayed with him then she would have gotten everything that she deserved for that sacrifice because in the back of that mind's man in the back of that man's mind she was down for me she was loyal she took care of me she made sure I was okay she supported me in my dreams all right. And then and if I'm not mistaken, she didn't really say too much in the movie about like trying to dog him. It was her sisters saying something to him about working and taking their sister's money. She never said nothing. She just kept telling them, honey, it's going to be OK. And that's the same thing that we need to understand as women. It's going to honey It's going to be OK. Now, personally, I don't have a problem with. If my husband says, uh, you know, he wants to do a career and I have to support things for right now, I don't have a problem with that. All right. Because I know that I have a good husband and I know that my husband is just not saying stuff just to say it. I know that he's going to be diligent in what he's doing. And as soon as he gets to where he's going, he's going to make sure we are OK. So for me as a woman, I don't mind it. Now, am I going to just support you and you just playing around? No, I'm not doing none of that. But if you, if I know that you really are trying to do something, I'm going to support you in it. Even if I don't quite believe it, you know what I mean? I'm going to give you the opportunity to see for yourself. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just going to tell you how much I support you. And I'm going to pray that God opens your eyes so that you can see what you're about to do is not going to be a good thing. All right. And so um, going back to childhood, um, men 
they they experience trauma like we do. They experience um, these mom issues, these dad issues. You know, we bring all this stuff into our relationship. Oh, well, we grew up, we didn't have a dad. And oh, you know, my mom wasn't there. She was on drugs and this happened and that happened. And we have all these emotional things that we've gone through and we're bringing them into our relationship. We want our men to be sensitive to those things and to coddle us through them. Well, what about them? They went through the same exact things. But we don't think that we need to coddle them. We don't think that we need to support them. We don't need to be able to love them. Right. How can the two walk together unless they agree? We have to agree. That's communication. Okay. And so just like you need him to support you, you need you need to support him too. Men, um, their emotions are a little different. They're taught from with the, when they're younger, you know, you be a man, you be strong, you don't cry, you don't do this, you don't that. Okay. And so as adults... And now correct me if I'm wrong, Anthony, but men tend to stuff things. They tend to keep them in and they come out in different ways. Okay. And that's something that women need to know. We, we want to encourage communication, but are we creating that environment for communication? Like this whole process with, um, uh, them going back to school or them starting a business, are we, are we supporting them? Are we communicating with them? Making sure, okay, honey, how are you feeling about this? Are you okay? You know, you don't, you know how you feel as a man. We have to have those conversations with them because we need to know where their mind is at. Once we create that comfortable, secure environment, when they know that we are a hundred percent loyal, that we are down, that we're not going to go nowhere. It starts to break that barrier just a little bit where they can kind of, you know, let some of those emotions out. It's hard for a man, like I said yesterday, to not be able to take care of his family or not have that significance or not feel needed. But because women are like they are and we this 21st century woman and we don't need no man and we can do this. That's 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 tearing these men down. And it's a form of disrespect It's disloyalty. OK, and then you got some who. They just can't take any of it. They don't want to support. They don't want to do nothing. Then they just, they go on. They go on about their business. They start up relationships with other men or they confide in other men about their relationship, which is a no-no. You don't do that. You know, we talked yesterday about relationships and someone called me yesterday and they said, you know, you need to address that, that talking to your friends about your spouse. And, And I talked about bad stuff. You know, telling them about, you know, your problems at home because all you're doing is further digging that deeper, letting it take root because you think it, they're confirming it, you know. And so, okay, thank you, Anthony. Men are taught that you, if you are weak, if you cry or emotionally distraught, okay, yes. So you, so for men, you can't, they, they, they see it as a sign of weakness. But I believe, if I'm not mistaken, correct me, Anthony, if a man is in the right environment that's going to nurture, that's going to love, that he knows is loyal and not going anywhere, that's respectful, you can begin to break through those emotions. So the person that called me, they were saying about talking to talking about your relationship to your friends in a negative way. Hey, Chantel, how are you? I hope things are okay for you. I know you're going through a lot. So I hope that um, just praying for God's peace in your life. Uh, they said you a punk. That's what they say. <laughs> 
Um, so the, the person was saying, you know, address the issue about, you know, women talking about the, the sexual nature of the men, you know, as well, because then you, you have, you create another problem. You create bringing your friends into your bedroom because you're talking about what you and your, uh, significant other is doing and everything. And so now you, depending on what kind of friend you have, you have a friend whose mind is like trying to figure out like, what's, what's up, what's going on. And, and you know, men are not always strong. You know what I mean? And so just, you know, being competent, I mean, cognizant of those kinds of things. So I'm going to read um, something that a man, one, one of my comments, one of my comments. So this um, person said, if you look at a man's long-term friendships, Look at what has sustained those friendships and that'll give you a clue as to what they need. So that was interesting. Um, and then this one, that was interesting to me. So this one kind of goes along with what we're talking about. It says, other than respect, another important thing is faith. Having faith or support in the efforts of a man's dreams. Males do dream of future success. It's in their blood to rise as a king. And most likely they are capable. However, they may have been put down by other people's beliefs growing up. And the person that they're with. Listening to a man's dreams and being a compliment to that belief will help a man grow. I thought that was well said. I thought that was well said. And so we we have to do better as women listening and understanding and they need patience and they need time okay relationships aren't only broken because of communication there's so many absolutely right there are so many layers uh, and levels to it and so it'll, it'll take us forever so i've been just trying to touch on the the bigger things like respect and support and love but it's just so much is so much. You have to have the right formula, the the, the people. Um, I talk about the foundation. You know, I don't care what anybody say. Yes, I'm a, I love God, but I know that there is a huge difference in a person's life who have a good spiritual foundation than one who don't. Because that spiritual foundation has given me the tolerance that I need, the love that I need, the forgiveness all of those things that I'm going to need in not only my marriage, but in any relationship that I'm in, okay? Because I'm put together, because I know how to restrain, because I know when to be quiet. Now, do I have times where I might fly off at the mouth? You know, if you catch me on the wrong day, you might get it. You know, if I don't know you and you catch me on the wrong day, you might get it. But generally, I have very, very good tolerance. And I know how to deal with people. And I know how to just look at you for a few minutes before I respond. Okay. But those things are taught over time through conviction, through me knowing who God has called me to be. He didn't call me to be some little stinky, funky attitude that spoiled brat is me, me, me. No, God has taught me to be selfless, to be a giver, not a taker, to love, to understand. Okay. Does that mean that my marriage is perfect? No, it doesn't mean that. Nobody's perfect. But it means that we come to a mutual agreement. 
and an understanding. And we work from there. Why? Because we're both the same. My husband is a pastor. Okay. Again, not perfect, but he knows and he has enough in him to have, again, that level of tolerance, that level of love, forgiveness, understanding, knowing that things change over time with patience. Okay. And so when you got two people who are on the same page, it's a little bit, I'm not going to say it's easier, but it's a little bit more manageable when you do encounter problems because you both have the tools that you need to make it work. Okay. Versus somebody who don't have those tools, who are carrying all those unresolved childhood issues into their relationships, um, abandonment issues. People who experience that loyalty is going to be very important to them because all their life they've been, you know, given up or if you were raised in foster care and, and you had bounced from home to home to home. Loyalty is going to be very important and any move a woman make that is going to threaten that loyalty, I believe is going to put the man in a position that He's not going to be okay. He's not going to open up to you. He's going to shut down and he's going to emotionally become disconnected from you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Your mom's favorite, Abdi. <laughs> yes, humility does go away uh, a long way in creating a healthy bond. Being able to take responsibility for your actions, saying, you know what? I'm wrong. I am wrong. I, I I tell everybody when I'm wrong. You know why? Because it's that accountability. You know what I mean? It's me saying, you know what? I said something I didn't have no business saying. I thought some things I shouldn't. Let me correct them. I don't keep my stuff inside. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling everybody. Because I desire to be right. I desire to do things that's going to be beneficial. There are people watching me. I'm not, you ain't going to come out and hear me on the news with, with nothing because I didn't already told you if it do get to the news, I've already told you and you don't got nothing to say. You can just laugh, do whatever you want to do, share it. But I've already told you. So my conscience is clear. Okay. And so those are the things that are very, very important in a relationship. And so we, as women, we have to be willing to give. We have to be willing to give, <laughs> understand, you know, um, those of you who, um, you know, are believers, pray for your husband, pray for your boyfriends. You know, it goes a long way. It goes a long way because we cannot do this without the help of God. Now, God is going to look different for everybody. We're not necessarily talking about um, that religious stuff today, but God is going to look different for everybody. You know, so I always encourage people to find out who God is to you. Build that relationship with him. I'm not talking about the church. I'm talking about a relationship with God. Help ask him to help you understand who he is. Let him show you. And I guarantee that he's going to begin to clean up the things that are going on the inside. Those things are going to make you a better person. Those things are going to help you be more productive in your relationships. And it's very, very important because there are some, at some point we have to stop because we have a lot of mess going on. We have these men who aren't right. We have these women who aren't right and we're coming together and it's an explosion. Okay. Now men don't trust women. Women don't trust men. I hear men. I, I, I don't know. I just need a whole dating site because I got all these men talking about ain't no good women. And they, they tried and these women don't want a good man. They just want that. And I got the women saying the same thing. 
You know what I'm saying? But I believe that we have to look at ourselves. Look at what you contributed to the downfall of your present relationship or your past relationship. We all have those. Now, maybe uh, one issue was a little bigger than the other, but we all have those. I know that in um, some of my relationships, you know, my mouth, I used to have a snazzy mouth. Now that didn't end the relationship, of course, but I had a snazzy mouth and it was deemed as a little disrespectful because I'm an independent woman. I don't need no man for anything because I got this. I got that. That was me. All right. That's ugly and it's very unattractive. Okay. We all know that women know how to take care of themselves, but we don't need to remind our men on a regular basis that we don't need them because if we remind them that we don't need them, they'll find somebody who do need them. Okay, men like to feel wanted. They want to feel loved. They want to feel the same things that you feel. Now, they may not express it the same way. They have different ways of dealing with their emotions. But at the end of the day, they want the same things. And so we have to see things from their perspective. Somebody has to change. If something new is going to happen, this is what Tyler Perry said. He wasn't talking about relationships, but he was talking about your dreams and aspirations. If something new is going to happen, then somebody is going to have to go first. And if you want a better relationship, if you want your your spouse to um, do better with you, you're going to have to make that change first. You're going to have to do it. Going to spend time with my wife. Oh, date night. Oh, thank you so much for tuning in, Anthony. You have fun with your wife. Um, so, yeah, so somebody has to go first. You know, so if 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 he won't change at this point, you have to change. And understanding, ladies, that his change is going to take patience and that it's going to take some time. And you have to be okay with that, especially if he's a good man. All right. If you didn't choose wrong, if you didn't settle, he may be a good man. Have you properly communicated what you need in a way that he can understand? Not the way you think he can understand in a way he can actually understand. And so we have to be cognizant of all those things. Let's do a self check about ourselves. Yes. Honesty. Honesty is very important. Yes. It's really easy to have an ego, but when you're whole with your partner. Yes. Honesty, honesty, and being yeah, honest about your emotions and your feelings. But in that honesty, you have to make sure that for women is communicated. You know what I'm saying? And then ladies, when men are communicating their honesty, we have to be able to take it. We can't get on the defensive because he tells us how he's really feeling. We have to be okay with that. And so I always tell people, it's one of my favorite things. When you, when one of them discussions and it might be a deep one. You hold his hand. You hold his hand while you're talking to him. Because that's going to keep you right here. Because I guarantee if you guys are having discussion, especially an honesty one, and things can get heated real quick. But if you're holding his hand and you guys are talking, what you're doing is you're understanding that you are tackling a problem. You are angry at a problem, not the person, okay? Because everything that we do, every behavior has an underlying cause. And that underlying cause is what we're taking care of. We're not attacking our partner. We're attacking the problem. And when you hold hands, that is saying that we are working on a problem, that we are together, loyalty, support, respect, 
and don't let his hands go. Because if you let his hands go, you're going to stand up and you're going to start pacing in your arms, your voice, your body language, your head going to start snapping. And then it's going to be a wrap because he's going to shut down or cuss you out. One of the two. I don't know. Depending on what kind of man you got. My husband is not an arguer. Not that we argue, but he's not an arguer. He's not going to argue at all. Just not. <laughs> so absolutely is give and take. You know, and then my other little tip is, you know, when he's talking, shut your mouth. That's all disrespectful to just be talking. And he's trying to talk. Get a glass of water. And while he's talking, sip on your water. Because if your mouth is full with water, then you can't talk back to him. Hey, Twain, how are you? You can't talk back and you can't interrupt him when he's talking. Men need their respect. They need that. And so... I think that is it for tonight. I'm going to finish up because y'all know I'd be trying to keep y'all um, within 30 minutes. And so I don't want to go over that. I want to be respectful of people's times. Um, congratulations, Twain. He is a young man that is running for city council in Cleveland. So we want to absolutely keep him in prayer and support him, support him in any way that we can um, because he's one of our men and he needs that support too. He needs to know that, you know, someone believes in him and that he can do it, you know, and those words, when we show them that we support them, when we show them that we care, it speaks volumes. It raises their ego. It, it really does something for them. So we always want to speak life and the men in our lives, the men that we're around, especially our partner. Again, you're as a woman, you create that safe haven for a man, that respect, um, and all of that stuff, you know, and so we, we, we create that environment of love and of nurture, just like we create that loving environment for our children, because we love them little boogers, and we'll fight anybody over our kids, it's the same thing with our spouses, we have to create that same nurturing, loving environment for them, um, you don't have a husband, I have a wife, we married. oh, okay, three years, congratulations, congratulations, so that will um, wrap it up for tonight. And um, thank you all for watching. And my podcast listeners, thank you guys for hanging out with me. I appreciate that. If you would like to know more about me, please visit my website, www.loveariston.com. You can also find me on social media, Facebook, Ariston CM or Instagram and Twitter. I'm so Ariston. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to grow.